This is a Kindling Kids podcast. I'm Dexter. I'm Annika. We are the Fact Detectives. And we're friends with some of the coolest grown-ups around. They know all the facts about everything. In this episode, we are going to ask the big questions about something kind of icky, but something that we use every day. Actually, lots of times every day. In Australia, we usually sit on them. They're usually white and they flush all of our poo and we away. <laughs> We're talking about toilets. Let me introduce you to our friend Marita from Melbourne Museum. Marita is an expert grown-up who knows heaps of stuff about how people lived in Melbourne in the olden days. Before computers even... Hey, Marita. Hey, Fact Detectives. Okay, are you ready to give us the facts, Marita? I sure am. Let's do it. Fact one. What did we do before toilets were invented? Before toilets were invented, in cities, people used a type of potty called a chamber pot. No way! Yep, even grown-ups. These were made from ceramic, the same material we make plates and cups out of because plastic hadn't been invented yet. People would often empty their chamber pots into open drains and gutters in the street, along with kitchen, laundry and bathroom water, horse poo and waste from factories and businesses. These drains flowed through the streets, eventually making their way into creeks, rivers and the sea, causing pollution. Pollution is anything that hurts the environment, which includes plants, animals, waterways, and even us humans. During this time, Melbourne, where I live, was known as Smelburn because all this waste flowing through the streets made it really smelly. Ew! I don't think I'll like riding my bike through the streets like that. Did we used to go to the toilet in our backyards? Yes, kind of. Early toilets were outside, at the back of people's gardens in a little building called the outhouse or the thunderbox. Old toilets had a wooden bench with a hole in it for a toilet seat and a bucket or pan underneath where the poo and wee was collected. The waste was called night soil. Once a week, at night... The night soil person would drive down the lanes behind each house in a horse and cart, (laughs) collecting the pans of waste through a little door at the back of each toilet. The cart would then drive all the way to the edge of the city and empty the waste onto fields, where it could break down and be used as a fertiliser for nearby farms and market gardens. Being a night soil person was a difficult, stinky job. So why don't we still have night soil, people? Because there's too much waste. As cities grew, it became too hard to collect all the poo and wee from all the houses. There was just too much of it. People started emptying their waste directly into the drains in the street. Gross! All the waste then flowed through the streets and then into the creeks and rivers, which was a big problem causing outbreaks of serious disease and sickness. (coughs) Something had to be done about Smelburn. Fact four! That sounds like a big, smelly problem. 
So when did the toilets we use now get made? In Melbourne, in the 1890s, they decided to build an underground sewerage system for the city to take all the waste away using flush toilets, just like the one you have at home. But this was a big job. It took a lot of engineering and planning. Firstly, large tunnels were dug under the city for the waste to flow into. They were lined with bricks and cement so the waste wouldn't leak out. These are called sewers. Next, small pipes had to be connected to each house from the toilet to the big sewers underground. All the houses needed new ceramic flush toilets to replace the pans and chamber pots. That sounds like a big, messy, smelly job. Building tunnels under the city and connecting drains and pipes to each house took a long time and a lot of digging and drilling through mud and rock. Some of the sewers travel underground for kilometres and kilometres, deep underneath the roads and even under rivers. There were large clay works and pottery factories that made all the pipes because so many pipes were needed to carry all the waste away. The first homes were finally connected to the sewerage system in 1897. Cool! Fact 5! So what happens now when we flush the toilet? In Melbourne, the waste flows through the pipes by gravity to a pumping station. Then it's pumped uphill through underground pipes to a sewerage treatment plant. At the Western Treatment Plant in Melbourne, the waste is pumped into large covered ponds particular bacteria in these ponds decompose the waste. Next, the waste moves into uncovered ponds with different bacteria that do a different job to help break down the waste. After that, the waste is put in tanks and the solids are removed and dried. The treated and cleaned water is eventually recycled and used for wetlands and bird habitats at the treatment plant. Or it is released into the sea under very strict conditions set by the EPA, Environmental Protection Authority. This means that our waste is taken care of responsibly so that we don't pollute the environment around us. Try this at home! So what can the fact detectors like us do to help the environment? Now that you know where everything goes when you flush the toilet, you can do your bit for the environment and look after yourself. Remember, think before you flush. The only things that can go in the toilet are things like poo, wee and toilet paper. And don't forget, always wash your hands after you go. Wow! I never imagined my poo and wee went out on such an adventure. Yeah, I'll be thinking about that next time I have to pee. Thanks, Marita! My pleasure, Fact Detectives. This has been another mind-blowing episode of Fact Detectors with me, Dexter, and me, Annika. Big thanks to Marita Dyson, who takes care of the social history collections at Melbourne Museum. If you like this episode, be sure to subscribe and tell your friends. And if you have a big topic you'd like us to investigate, then get in touch at factdetectors at This episode of The Fact Detectives is a Kindling co-production with Museums Victoria. To find out more about the world around you, head to museumsvictoria.com.au.